Finance. Presented by Say What Radio. You are tuning in to a new episode of What the Finance. I'm your host, Star Washington. And on tonight's episode, we will talk about how dadding the dirty little secret, which is the discussion around finances in our community. Um, Just having finances as that, just that dirty secret is it really fosters our dysfunctional attitude toward money. So I remember when I landed my first job in corporate America, I was getting paid a decent salary for like a 26 year old plus commission. I was selling insurance and I thought that I had arrived, y'all. I remember when I got my first bonus check at work, my goal was to, I think I said I wanted to get a Mercedes Benz. I didn't know anything about credit at the time, of course. I didn't know anything about interest rates, leasing versus, you know, purchasing. I didn't know about down payments, gas mileage. I knew nothing. Um, When I got my first, I guess, little between commission and my salary, when I got my first little like four or $5,000 check, y'all, I thought I was extremely wealthy and that I deserved to be a Mercedes-Benz driver. Um, But I was just thinking back when I was, you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to discuss on the next episode. And guys, it really doesn't take much focus because, you know, I just talk to people in my everyday life. and And of course, I just like scroll through social media and in doing what I do as a credit restoration agent and helping people launch their own home based businesses, people tell me a lot about finances. So a lot of that is what um, gives me um, information to share with you guys for the show. And especially since most of it, um, most of those things are things that I've gone through that I'm currently going through. So, but yeah, so anyway, but I remember getting, um, I guess I went to the hospital, silly me, showing another way how I didn't know much about finances. I had a toothache and I had health insurance and everything. I had dental health insurance, but I just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Um, Finally, my toothache just got to be completely unbearable. Um, And it was because I had a a massive infection. My face got swole up like the size of a football. Like I look like I got punched. Like that episode of Martin. (laughs) I think that episode of Martin where he got into a fight with the boxer. I think that was it. That's how my face looked. It was horrible. But anyway, um, I went to the emergency room. You know, all they did was write me a prescription for amoxicillin. Of course, I had to go see my dentist. But um, I remember getting just random bills every month from the emergency room. Um, Bill after bill after bill would come in. And I said, oh, I got health insurance. What are they sending me a bill for? Must be their mistake. Okay. (laughs) Um, More bills 
bills would come. Final notice, last notice. We're going to send you to collections. Oh, this is, this must be an error. I don't even know why they keep sending me this. And I remember the roommate that I was staying with at the time who was very financially savvy. I don't know if you guys remember on a previous episode, I discussed how like she bought her first, you know, home right out of college and always had roommates until she got married. We paid $450 a month each. So that was $900 to her. Um, and she, you know, put in the rest and that covered her mortgage. Smart, smart girl. I'll never forget that she did that. But anyway, so I think she caught wind of one of the bills and she said, Star, you need to pay that. That's going to go on your credit report. And I said, Oh, no, it's not. I haven't, no, it's not. I have health insurance. And I remember wanting to ask her why I kept getting this document in the mail saying that I needed to owe and I had health insurance, but I was too prideful. You know, I had this corporate job. Um, I was living in the suburbs in Altamont. I had just bought a new car. It wasn't the Mercedes, but I just bought a car um, doing happy hour, going to eat sushi, was living my little corporate girl life um, right out of college and was too prideful to ask her about that. And of course, months later, that bill, um, and actually you get three bills when you go to the emergency room. Um, Just a tip for you guys who may have to visit, um, you'll get your emergency room bill, you'll get the emergency room doctor bill. And then if they've done any radiology, like x-rays, MRIs, or CAT scans, you're going to get a a bill for that too. So three bills. So anyway, the reason why I was getting all those bills is because I was getting all three of them. And then one, I hadn't met my deductible. That was my very first time um, going to a medical provider. And I didn't know that I had a deductible. Of course, I got tons of documents telling me that, but I was ripe out of college, didn't know anything but how to pay pay bills, barely, and, and cash my checks. So I knew nothing of a deductible. But the sad thing is I was too ashamed to ask her or even ask one of my other co-workers. And that thought um, really came into my mind that I could have. But guys, it wasn't just that. I mean, that's just one example. But there were just certain things that, you know, I was too embarrassed to talk about. I know I wanted to know a little bit more about student loans and interest instead of just signing on for them. Didn't know anything about that. Too ashamed to ask. Um, Just so many different um, things that I look back on. And I'm sure if you guys started thinking about those type of things too, you'll realize that there were many instances where you may have had questions about credit or finances and um, you just, you didn't think it was proper to discuss it. And it's it's funny because I'm really, really changing my mindset. And, and as I'm getting older and even, you know, many of you know that I have struggled with weight loss all of my life. And I'm learning that you have to fix what you're ashamed of. And the only way you can fix what you're ashamed of is to discuss it and not just discussing it with just some friends or some family members, but you have to seek out people who are where you want to be and you have to reach out to them for help. And if the thing is, most people who are in a position that you want to be in, most of them love 
love to help. They love to give back. They love to talk. Um, for an example, and this is not about finances, but it's just funny how, you know, everything is tied in together. But I've recently started swimming. Um, I learned how to swim about five years ago, but I never was a really good swimmer um, because I kind of, most of it was self-taught. I was learning outside and it was during hurricane season. So we got rained out probably over half of the scheduled um, lessons. So I would just go to my local LA fitness um, and wait around in that pool and do stuff that I've learned. That's kind of how I taught myself. And I never did really get much assistance after that. So anyway, I joined a new gym that I absolutely love, by the way. And um, the lady told me that I can do master swim class. Um, I can do two weeks. It'd be free of charge to see how I like it. It's a great way to stay in shape, work on my strokes, becoming a better swimmer. So I said, okay, cool. I joined this gym because I wanted to take advantage of the aquatics. I was like, okay, awesome. So guys, I show up in my little off-the-shoulder swimsuit with no goggles, (laughs) no um, swim cap, no nothing, talking about I was ready to master swim. Well, the coach could tell that I totally wasn't. And I gave him attitude because I was like, what do you mean I'm not not a good enough master swimmer to do master swim? I thought this was for, for beginners. And he said, well, there's still still some things that you have to some uh, some concepts that you have to have already mastered. So he, you know, had me swim the length of the pool. Guys, I could barely do it. I was out of breath. My face wasn't in the water. It was a horrible swim. But anyway, it was clear that I wasn't ready. And after doing that, I wasn't ready. So this lady came up to me and she's like, hi, um, coach said that you were interested in master swim, but you weren't, you know, weren't quite quite ready yet. Um, I'm a really good swimmer. I'd love to help you get ready. So the probable starter still has some of that, that, um, that haughtiness from the early 20s was like, who is this telling me she wants to help me learn? But Smart Star says, hey, if someone is where you want to be and they're offering to help you, listen. So I listened to what she had to say. Um, I met with her the next day. We meet Tuesdays and Thursdays now before I go to work. My swimming has improved. But the thing is, she has become a better swimmer in the process because if you want to to be a good teacher at something. If you really want to learn something, teach it. (laughs) Help someone be a a good student and you'll really master it. So my point is, if there's someone in a position that you want to be in financially, talk to them. Take them out to lunch. Slide in their DMs. Successful people love to share what they've learned. So um, yeah, that's my example. Um, I mean, that is what you guys should do if you find your yourself in that type of position but just another thing um, that just made me realize how finances are a dirty little secret um, so so many people reach out to me about getting their credit fixed and then I'll say okay well what's on your credit report that's bringing it back are you trying to buy a house or car oh no our, I'm, I'm not trying to buy anything I, my credit's not that bad I only have one thing on there 
And they'll say, okay, well, what's the one thing? And they're like, oh, an old credit card bill from a couple of years ago. It may have fallen off. So I'm always honest. Oh, well, you know what? If it's if you only have one thing and you don't even think it's on there, you may not even really need my service. For one thing, you can probably just call the lender um, directly. And then they'll say, oh, okay. <laughs> and then about a week later, they're reaching out to me again. Oh, well, I wasn't completely honest. I was ashamed. And then they'll start telling me everything. And, you know, I'm not shocked by it anymore um, because I realize that, you know, money, money and our lack of finances and our lack of knowledge about it really is painful for so many of us. And we carry that shame around. We carry that secrecy around and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And you know what? I was talking to a good friend of mine and I know for sure in the, the, the black community, especially in black women, because we're supposed to be so strong, so tough. We have it all together. We put the food on the table. We nurse everyone back to health. Um, so of course our finances should be in order, right? Guys, that's just so not the case. Typically, it, it really, really isn't. You know, I talked to so many people that looking at their social media and looking at them imperfect, they have the most luxurious weave, um, uh, red bottom heels, designer bags, maybe driving a really nice car that's always clean, may have the perfect body, the most beautiful children. By all appearances, they look to really be having their shit together. And guys, so many of those people reach out to me, you know, begging me to help them with their credit, begging me to be patient with them because they don't even have the money to get their credit fixed. Um, and it, whew, I knew that that was an issue in our community, but now I see it firsthand because I'm around it every day, all day. And the thing is, that was me. Like I was that person. Like I had a 461 credit score, knew that I had bad credit, knew that if an emergency happened, I wouldn't be able to take care of it or even get someone to help me take care of it because who wants to help you when that's your credit score? But I looked like I had it all together. I was going on all these vacations. Um, I was always shopping, always getting my hair done, my nails done, um, always out to eat, always at happy hour, very well dressed, didn't look like a 461 credit score, but was definitely a 461 credit score. And that cost, that caused me a lot of shame. I remember just being so like embarrassed at the thought of someone accidentally opening my mail and seeing another late pee, fee, <laughs> another late fee, or seeing, you know, like when something's past due, sometimes a letter will come pink in a pink envelope or something. I was really embarrassed that, um, that my secret was going to just fall out the closet. And I wasn't just keeping this from friends or family. I was in relationships with people. Uh, mind you, these men, their, fi <laughs> their finances were, was probably much worse than mine. But I didn't want them to know that. I wanted them to think 
that I had it all together. I wanted them to think that, oh, Star is so great with money. She has excellent credit, cash saved up in the bank. None of that was true, but that's what I wanted to portray. Um, so when I finally reached out about getting my, my credit fixed and oh, seeing what my official score was and seeing all those negative items and knowing that I was finally taking the reins and taking control, it made me feel so much better. Get guys fixed what you're ashamed of. And and that's real. Don't you don't have to walk around like that. Um, and it's it's just crazy because it's something that is go, is going to definitely take time and a change of mentality to really really get together. Um, because I was talking to a friend of mine and she has a, she got a promotion. We work we work at the same job. She got a promotion, so I know roughly about how much more she's making because, you know, a lot of that stuff is published in, um, in corporate America because that could be your deciding factor of if you want to apply for the position or whatever. So I asked her, you know, I don't, and I know how she is and I know how funny talking about finances can be. So I said, hey, friend, um, you know, I know, I don't want to know exactly what you're making, but I was like, I just want to know an idea of roughly how much more per year um, are you making from the old position? You know, not wanting to know what she made in the old position, not wanting to know what she's making in the current position. But just in case I was interested or wanted to talk to somebody about it, I wanted to see if it was an extra two, three, four, five, six, seven, I don't know, eight, that was that high though, thousand dollars a year. Oh, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but I, don't, I can't really feel the difference after taxes and when you divide it up over every two weeks. I can't feel the difference. So I'm like, okay, well, we're supposed to be really good friends. Um, you know me, we work in the same position, but um, because money's such a secret subject, you can't even tell me about how much more you're getting paid and we work at the same job and I can easily apply for it. So that was on my mind for a while. But then I think that very same day, I was talking to one of my business partners and we get paid every week, every Thursday, direct deposit. We get paid like clockwork. I love it. <laughs> and um, at my corporate job, I also get paid on Thursday. So every Thursday, I'm getting one check. And every other Thursday, I'm getting two checks. And that makes Star a very happy girl. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so we always talk about, you know, how much is your check? Because both of our goals is to um, be 100% self employed but of course we're, we're trying to get to a certain income that we can depend on pretty much every week so we can you know know we can plan for so she was like oh my check this week was like $700 um you know what was your check and I was like oh man it was like $781 and I, I, I told her I said man you see how quick we just rattled off like <laughs> our pay and I'm not you know being an advocate of this in every situation but you do have to look at the situation like we're trying to encourage each other we're trying to support each other we're trying to fuel each other to be better so us us talking about paychecks is coming from a, a, a good place and even like with my friend at work I, 
talking about paychecks wasn't me trying to be nosy. It was basically me trying to get, you know, information. Um, but two totally, it's two totally different environments, two, two different people with two different mindsets. One person is treating finances like, you know, oh my gosh, it is her, uh, <laughs> her, her STD test report. Um, and another person understanding that, hey, this is so we can support each other and fuel each other, each other's fire, told me with no hesitation. I told her with no hesitation. Um, and, you know, maybe that's the thing. In business, people are very forthcoming about their struggles. Um, even outside of what I'm doing, um, before I b- became a credit agent, and I would look at a lot of videos about successful business people and business owners, so many of them told their stories about how they came from nothing, how they lost millions of dollars only to make it again and lose it again because they they never developed good financial habits, how they had problems spending money on um, different nuances like drugs and alcohol or sex or whatever. You know, business people talk about money. You, you, they understand that they have to talk about money um, because money is energy. And that's what I'm learning, y'all. Money is energy. So if you treat it like it's a secret, that it's this dark little thing in the back of your closet, you don't want anybody to know anything about it. You're going to carry your money situation to your grave. You'll never have it. You'll never have enough of it because you're already given that energy such a negative undertone. It's this big, scary, frightening, dreadful, dirty monster because you view it that way. You, How could you have anything if you view it that way? How could you own anything if that's how you view it? But when you view money as, hey, this is just energy. This is actually good energy. It's something that I need to accomplish certain goals that I want to have to make my quality of life for myself for my family much better. It's nothing. It's money. It's like air. When you think of it like that, you don't feel the need to be so secretive about it. So when I talk to a lot of people about, you know, my former financial situation and my financial situation now, um, they're so happy that, you know, that I'm so honest with them, that I'm, they're so thankful that I'm sharing my true story with them. And I still struggle a lot. (laughs) I still, I'm still learning a lot. Um, as an example, I don't know what I did or what my spending was where um, I had to pull money out my digit account. <laughs> Remember I was telling you about that, that um, the digit account that was automatically saving for me and I was doing awesome, y'all. I was at, at almost $4,000. Um, but I had to pull money out of there to pay my car note. And, you know, I had the money in my regular checking account, but it was running a little low. And so it was about two days before I got my two paychecks. But I'm like, man, this is crazy, Star. You should not have 
you should not have had to do that. But I didn't beat myself up about it. It made me realize that, you know, I need this podcast. Just like y'all need to hear about what the fun, what the, um, what the finance, I need to hear about what the finance, <laughs> I need to research more about finances, listen to more podcasts, re- look, look at more videos, read more books because I'm still learning and I want to be the best that I can be at it. And I don't want to treat money like a secret anymore. I don't want to go back. I want to go forward and I want to be able to help you guys. So guys, I got to get going. I got some clothes in the washer that I need to put in the dryer. That's another thing I'm saving for trying to get a household washer and dryer for my dad's house because this adds up here plus time is money and yeah I'm doing the podcast but I could be doing the podcast and some other stuff too if I wasn't washing clothes so I'm gonna um get back to that now um but guys again fix what you're ashamed of money's only energy stop giving it a bigger position in your life than it has to than it has to have if you have any questions about anything I've talked about on tonight's show or anything in general um, regarding finances or credit or business ownership, you can find me on Instagram at T-H-E-S-T-A-R-R Washington. Um, I'm also on Facebook as Star, S-T-A-R-R Washington. Um, my website is Star with two R's, Washington.com. And my number is 386-383-6968. You guys have a good night.